Welcome back to another episode of Snacks in the City. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. Hey. I like a little bit of percussion. I added some foot foot clapping. You know, that could probably make you a lot of money somewhere. Oh, I know. <laughs> I haven't thought about that. Oh my god, I've thought about it, looked into it. I'm just waiting for, you know. Times is tough. Times is tough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so since times is tough, how you do it? I'm good. Um, I haven't worked a full week in a really long time. Wow. Because usually I only work till three on Wednesdays, but I work till six the last two, and it is exhausting to work all those hours. Yeah. But I survived, and I will survive. Hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) How the hell are you? You know, I've been better. (laughs) No, actually, don't ask me. Guess how many times I cried this week. Seven. All right, that's, you overshot it. (laughs) Four. Oh, my gosh. Four four times. Are you getting um, your period? In three days. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the first cry of the week was really something serious. I mean, it was dramatic. I mean, valid reason to really bubble you over. I was texting one of my friends, and she was, like, really, really being so nice to me, saying (gasps) lots of reassuring things. And she was like, so this is, you know, the first text. I text her, and I say, oh, I'm, I'm so embarrassed, and I'm so disappointed in myself insert scenario and she's like oh that is a very common thing to happen and it's of course you would feel embarrassed but you know it happens to everyone blah 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 you don't need to be so upset you know give yourself some grace and I was like yeah you're right you're right but then I just like could not get a hold of it like I just was escalating my own sadness. So only one thing happened, but I was like overthinking it and really took it two more levels. Like Mm. I was like, well, what if I did this and now this is going to happen? And if that happens, then, and I was forced myself into a spiral. And then she was like, I hate to say this, but do you have your period? (laughs) And I said, no. And then I texted her, ha, 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 in all caps, because I genuinely thought that I was not okay. I was like, this was a life-shattering day for me, and I don't know how or when I will ever recover. And then she was like, do you have your period? And I was like, no, but that bitch is She's lurking. And so it, it's like that just dread it right up. I was like, all right, you got to. This isn't real. Real it, and I, I said that I was, I was like, okay, okay. it's it's most of that wasn't real, and then it happened a few more times. <laughs> well, but at least you know, now I was like in the frame of mind, like it's coming, and so just let it out because it's it's not my fault. Yeah, that that first one though, when I hadn't realized what time of the month it is, I was like. Am I okay? Literally. I was gonna text you and say, I think something's wrong. Like, I could not get myself to stop crying. I ignored my boss's phone call twice in a row. I was willing to get fucking fired because I could not. I had to text her and say, I'm so sorry. I just, like, need a minute to pull myself together. I am having a moment because if she called me a third time and I didn't answer, I was gonna be in trouble. Or she thought you were dead. But then when she found out you weren't, then you'd be in an trouble. Yeah, so I had to just be up front, like, I'm sorry, something's happening. I feel better now. You know, a little hot cocoa with some booze, really, it's like a hug. I feel great it, now. It is good. I'm really hot now after mm-hmm. drinking it. Yeah, I am a little but warm. But it's good. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have worn so many cozies. The Ugg slippers are maybe a bit much with my current internal temperature, but 
I had a toe mishap and I don't I don't want her to be uncovered. Yeah, I saw her. She's she's pretty gnarly. Yeah. She's <laughs> gnarly. Speaking of gnarly, do you wanna hear the top three? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Jamie Lynn Spears. I have no words. I mean, she did an interview on Good Morning America to promote her book. I didn't watch the whole thing, um, mostly because I'm petty. I didn't want to contribute to the live plays of it Mm. because that all counts as good promo for her book, which essentially helps her make money. And I just don't want to contribute to that. I just don't. So I did not watch it live, but I did watch the reposted clips on other people's Instagrams. Thank you for that, people who do those kind of things. Um, And on one hand, I do sympathize with young Jamie Lynn Spears because she cannot help that she is Britney Spears' younger sister. And so with that, I'm sure a lot of complicated things did happen. She was at a weird age when Britney's breakdown and things like the conservatorship, like all that drama was really ticking up. She was at a weird age. I'm sure that was concerning and confusing for her. So I do sympathize with that but she's not being honest like she's just not she's like oh I was just a 17 year old and like focused on having a baby because I was a 17 year old who's about to have a baby fine fair what about literally everything after that yeah you can't just continue to claim that you were confused because like if you were confused then like why why is your name on like several trusts where you are literally in charge of money why Why was money from those accounts used to buy two homes for you and money from those accounts pay your bills? Yeah. And it's interesting she timing. She's got more explaining to do. Once those accounts are no longer accessible by you, suddenly, oh, we really got to push this book. Which I can't even remember what the original title I was. I must but confess. Yeah. Like, That's and she's like, up. I have never tried to capitalize off my sister's fame. I can't help that I was born a Spears, too. Don't you fucking gaslight me. You are. You are. And she's like, Brittany has responded. She wrote a lot on Twitter. <laughs> Holy shit. I literally didn't even screenshot it all because it was a lot. It was a lot. And I was like, if I screenshot it all, I'm going to feel the need to read it all. You'll find it. Just type her name in anywhere and you will find it because she fucking unloaded. Brittany said that her sister is the lowest of the law. Oh my god. She said that there are stories that are being told in the book that are completely false. And she's like, it is concerning to me that I have talked to her in real life off of social media about how this hurts me. How this has affected me. And she continues like, I didn't say it so you would change the name of your book. I said it so you wouldn't put it out. Or put it out and don't make it about me. Right. And Jamie's like, oh, well, it's not about you. Like, I was around and I did share experiences with you. Right. Like, if you were confused, you didn't know what was going on, then why are you writing a whole book about it? Like. Then your book should be about other things. Or, like, more of your things, right? About, like, Jamie Lynn Spears, I'm sure her perspective on all of it, like, her whole life as an also little, you know, star baby, I'm sure they were like, all right, Britney 2.0. They were probably planning to do the same thing with her, but she got pregnant. I mean, she could have 1,000% been as famous as Britney. Did you Mm. ever watch Zoe 101? Yeah, and I was not convinced. No, she could have been TV sitcom gold. Maybe not pop star vibes ever, but Zoe 101. I mean, I asked my mom to send me to boarding school because she made that shit look fun. Well, she's now in a horrible show, and she's horrible in it. Well, you know. Do I watch it? Yes. Oh, God. Also, my neighbors are having a They're party. They're having a rager. Um, so it's just frustrating to me because it's like I would be much more interested in what she had to say if she was going to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Right. But she's still very much trying to make herself look like the victim. And it's like, hello, your sister was quite literally locked inside her own home for the past decade. Yeah. So she's like, literally said something kind of like, I understand Britney's situation was hard, but like, I'm in pain too. 
that's weird because you're spending your sister's $30 million, you know, net worth. You're spending it as if you earned it and you have these two houses for, you know, your cute husband and children. And you can just roam free. You don't have to work because of your sister. So I'm not really sure what pain you're in. You're in pain because we're all calling you an asshole. Takes, yeah. Mm. And now she's, like, responding on Instagram. She's like, I hate to do this. I would rather do anything than respond to this. Yeah. Then don't. I didn't read that. Then don't. Don't write a full entire page and Oh, I just hate to be responding to this. And she's like, well, Brittany talks to me in real life off of social media and she's saying something opposite and this is hurting my daughter and it's getting really hard for me to justify why her aunt will let her get death threats. Stop it. It's like you're making me like you less and less. I'm sure your daughter, who isn't on social media, doesn't know you're getting death threats unless you're telling her. In yeah. which case, you're I being wouldn't be surprised. manipulative. Like, oh, Auntie Brittany is doing this, and so now people want your mommy dead. Can you believe it? That is gross. Yeah. But I wouldn't put it past her. I wouldn't either. But it's gross. It's gross behavior. And it, I think her thought is like, oh, my God, people are going to be like, oh, my God, Brittany, how could you? And it's like, no one's going to do that. Literally, you just look crazy, and I'm still thinking, how could you buy two homes that cost millions of dollars with money that is not yours simply because your sister can't tell you no? Right. And also, why would she even call her book, I Must Confess, if she wasn't confessing everything? She's anything. She's still denying everything. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. And so she's an asshole, and... Brittany really called her out. Like, immediately. She was swift on the draw. I was, like, waiting for it, but she gave it to me so much sooner than I was expecting it, so that was nice. Um, story number two is on today's episode of The World We Live In Is So Stupid and Sexist. Olivia Culpo, who I will be honest, is very beautiful, but I'm just not really sure who she is or, like, why we care. Like, who you know? Like, obviously she's an influencer and things, but... Just, like, where did she come from, you know? Yeah. Like, what made her famous? I know she was, like, a oh, yeah, I don't know. pageant girl, but lots Fashion of people influencer, are. influencer, social media personality, and actress. Mm, actress. We're using that word very loosely in the 2020 era of life. Like, anything 2020 and up, I f- feel like actress is loose. Yeah. Like, I don't recognize her at all. Yeah. So, I mean, she's an influencer and... I hear her name around, but I just, like, where did she come from? Rhode Island. Of money, maybe. But she was at the airport going to, I don't even know where, a trip with her sister and her boyfriend. And American Airlines told her she could not board the flight unless she covered up, unless she put on a blouse. Which is crazy because she was not wearing anything crazy. All of her important bits were covered up. She was wearing like a very trendy like biker shorts and like a longer crop top tank top situation with like a duster cardigan over. Like a lot like to her feet cardigan. And so she was wearing this outfit and I mean I personally thought it was fine. And there was another woman, and they told her, like, it's not up for debate. You have to cover up, or we're not letting you on the flight. Then the sister was a lot more upset about it than Olivia herself. And there was another woman boarding the same exact flight, um, wearing similar, you know, the long line tank top crop shirt with leggings. Her, her stomach's out. She's got cleavage. Yes. So that's her covered up on... That's, like, her boyfriend gave her his sweater. Oh, this. Yeah. And so that picture is, like, cropped, but that sweater that she's wearing goes all the way down. And so there's another woman that um, is wearing, you know, similar outfit, just, like, a crop top and leggings. And no one says anything to her. The sister even points it out. They're like, okay, well, does she have to cover up, too? And, like, not that I want this woman to cover up. Her outfit's very cute. She looks great. But, like... Why is this okay right. and this isn't? And what's crazy is Olivia is a very skinny, skin of bones kind of girl. 
The other woman was very curvy, very voluptuous. And even she was like, what's crazy is you would think they would tell me to cover up because my titties are out. Yeah. And then the sister's like, they are out and they're beautiful. Like, you look great. But like, well, I don't understand. And they said it. an airplane. Nobody's looking at anybody. You can't look anywhere. And so it's just like, I just feel like if the outfit wasn't crazy enough that, you know, you go through a lot of shit at the airport before you actually get to the plane. That's the point. You know, keep us all safe. But like, if at no point, like if you can get from the start of the maze to the end of the maze and no one else anywhere ever was like, yeah, then you get to go. (laughs) Then like, just fucking let me on. Yeah. The other thing about those rules is, like, they're stupid because they're just, like, per employee. Like, if I decided I don't like your outfit, I think it's inappropriate, I get to tell you so. Yeah. Like, there's no, it's just, like, up to everyone's discretion. That's crazy. Which is stupid. So, you know, just, like, do better, American Airlines. My grandpa actually used to work for them. (laughs) he would never do that to a customer and the very last one is um Kanye West everyone's been talking about how he bought the house directly literally directly across the street from Kim Kardashian's current home with their children and now what's crazy about that is they're getting divorced and he has had a girlfriend the entire time from the minute they broke up and also now lots of tea is coming out it I don't know how I missed this, but Kanye West was cheating on Kim. Oh, my God. With who? I mean, we won't know for sure, but. We won't. Ugh. But, and, and like, before they were even married, um, like, one of the first viral things they did together was his song Bound To, mm-hmm. and it's, like, the music video is, like, Kim doesn't have any clothes on. They're riding on the motorcycle together. If you listen to the lyrics, he talks about how he cheated on her. And she found out. And she was just like, oh, okay. What? And so the music video saying, I'm bound to you. And, like, my girl's so cool. And, like, we're naked on this motorcycle. And we're bound together. That was, like, the I'm sorry. Yeah. But then that wasn't the only time it happened. And now I really, truly believe it because – He's playing some freaky-ass mind games. He's like, I want my family back. Oh, my God. But, like, he's on his literal third girlfriend since they split. Literally his third girlfriend. He's being photographed kissing this woman. And this is not the first one since they split. But he bought the house across the street. Because Kim bought him out of his half of the house. And she was like, no, this is the kid's home. This is the only home they've known. I'm staying here. And they are going to stay here, too. And so he bought the house across the street. And he did an interview defending that choice. People were like, don't you think that's a little bit creepy? And he was like, no. I don't think it's creepy either. But And he's like, well, it's my kids. Like, I want to. He's like, part of the problem, like, why we're splitting is, like, I was not being a good husband or dad. Like, I wasn't available. And so... Now like, I'm right here. <laughs> like, we're going to co-parent, and I want them to just feel like, like, now he's thinking of it like, this is our estate. Like, we own. And I've seen the maps. It's like, their old house came with a lot of land, like, acres, and so does this new house. So it's like, literally, they own this big-ass chunk of, mm. like, a block. Okay. But, like, rich people blocks work different, so it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of space. <laughs> but he's like, well, now our kids can just be. Which, like, fine, fine, fine. But also, all at the same time, somebody leaked new music that he's working on. And there is a line in one of the songs. We all know Kanye West got famous. It's his very first album. He talks about how he got in a horrible car crash. And his mouth was wired shut. That's the whole thing. And in the new song, he says, God saved me from that crash just so I'd be alive to beat Pete Davidson's ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Oh, that's low. That is low for yep. Kanye. And it's like, and um, I mean this in no slander because we all know Pete is zaddy to me. And do you think Pete Davidson is like, can you believe 
my that life right now. <laughs> I'm sure. Because he is. dating Kim Kardashian. I might be hosting the Oscars. Like, he is doing all of it. All of it. It's his year. Oh, it's his time. I don't think it's even his year. Yeah, I think this time. is the start of, like, an era for him. You know? And yeah. he's been, he's very quietly, like, working on, um, some movies I heard he's going to be in like two upcoming movies and I've seen two movies with Pete Davidson in them and he's just he is a delight he just is a naturally funny person so it just doesn't even seem like he's trying so hard he fits very nicely into lots of different roles I forget what that movie is called it's like some silly rom-com but he plays like a gay like co-worker and know. you wouldn't think that, I mean, you think Pete Davidson, do you think gay coworker? No. So funny. Hilarious. So funny. And he just is making jokes in that very Pete style. Like, I love sucking dick. Like, he just says stuff so deadpan. And it's fucking gold. And I am excited to see how this goes. Because Pete's not shy. And he's come out against Kanye a few times, like, before he was even dating Kim. Like, he's made jokes on SNL, making fun of <laughs> Kanye so I'm interested to see how it goes but also you're Kanye West like you don't need to be taking shots at Pete Davidson because I'm sure majority of the public is going to be like you know team Kanye just based on like clout yeah I hate that word but like I'm team Pete also Kanye you're already losing because you showed that Pete ruffled you so yeah like, if you were bothered enough me. to put it in the song, he's up one. Yeah. The, oh, he's up two, because he's up in Kim also. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh-huh. That's funny. Do you want to lead us into the T? Yeah. A-H? The T dot 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 A-H? Yeah. <laughs> you took a really long pause. Um. So this week, we're talking about being your own hype woman. I'm actually really geeked for this episode because I see a lot of stuff on TikTok that really triggers me to want to talk about this. <laughs> like, I feel like, I don't know if it's social media that makes people act this way, but I feel like so many people all the time... But, like, these young girls especially are just, like, looking for so much validation from so many other people in every aspect. And I feel like before it was, like, just looks. Like, people were posting on Instagram, like, look at me, I'm a pretty girl, and I have a fat ass, and look at my cleavage. Like, tell me I'm pretty. Tell me I'm pretty. But now it's, like, everything. Everything. And it's, like, why do you need the world to tell you? Every day. Why? So I'm really excited to talk about why it's okay to just get that from within. Yeah, you're right. That you're not gonna elaborate. Oh, I was like, I felt like you go, you go off, girl. (laughs) Okay, so truly, the world, like in the grand scheme of things, no one is special. You are not special, and that's a very, very hard pill for people to swallow yeah but once you do get it down your life will change significantly you know why it's hard because when we were young barney used to say you (laughs) are special you're the only one you're the only one like you and it's like okay on on the barney tip he's right because you are special in that regard that you are the only you to kick it on a different kids show dr seuss also told us that Something about today, it is true. You are the only you. Nobody's youer than you. True. Which, like, fine. Great, great, great. But also, that's about everybody. So then when you put it on a collective, you're not actually special in, like, the grand scheme of things because everyone does have a special story, a special set of circumstances, challenges, shortcomings, or privileges. Like, everyone has a different little set. And so you're not special, and the world should not cater to you specifically. The world and society and all the things are as they are. You are the only one who owes yourself anything. You owe yourself love, boundaries, 
you owe yourself, you know, a pat on the back. You owe yourself a break, discipline, like all of the things that you're looking for other people to tell you. Yeah. You give yourself that. Like you don't get to specifically something I hate. You don't get to go on TikTok and then comment on someone else's video and say like, oh my God, I have this very rare phobia that you have never heard about. Or I have this crazy set of traumatic events that happened to me when I was three years old and I'm a blip in the world to you. You have no idea who I am. But you should be censoring your content to make me feel better. Yeah. What? No. You know your trauma and you know TikTok is a place where there's all kinds of content from all kinds of people. You should not go into that space then. Yeah. You should consume content on a platform that makes sense for you. Right, and it's not like they're putting this stuff out there to find you and hurt you. Right, like, oh, I, you're scared of spiders? Person that I've literally never heard of in the world ever. I'm going to make this video just about spiders, just for you. And tag you in it. I'm like, gonna what? guess what your hashtag is, or whatever. Oh my god, am I 80? <laughs> I'm going to guess what your handle is, and I'm going to tag you so that you can see You it. know, like, I just wish... Like, I feel like I really went through a strong moment of like poor me my life is hard (laughs) and like really was walking through the world like genuinely a little bit depressed like I just I can't like everything is hard and nobody's nice to me and why like I didn't nobody knows any of the things and nobody really feels bad you just gotta figure it out like I owed myself some self-love, mm-hmm. a little soul-searching, a little therapy, and now we're on a much better path because I did the work to make myself feel better. Yeah. Like, I advocated for myself. That, yeah. And now I'm doing much better. That's <laughs> like great to hear, Bree. You know? It is. Oh, my God. Yeah. In yeah. today's society, everyone does think they're special, and it's crazy. It is crazy. But and everyone thinks they're, like, above everybody else. Like, whatever they have or whatever they do is better than anybody else has. Yes. Yeah. And it's, like, it's not. And operating the way that the world is operating right now just doesn't make any sense because, you know, I just am not sure what you hope to accomplish. Because if you're always waiting for someone else to tell you what the right answer is, you will never have the right answer because everyone sees things a little bit differently. So if you're waiting for somebody to tell you that you're beautiful, you will never, ever feel beautiful. Yeah. Because someone will be like, you know what? Bitch has no freckles. Ugly. Yeah. You, You know, like, there are some people in the world that will be like, Maddie, you're a white woman. I'm so sorry. I don't find that attractive. Or on the vice versa, Brie, I just am not into black women. I'm sorry. And so if you're looking for approval from other people, like, it doesn't matter. No. They're never going to give you that. No, they're never going to get it. <laughs> yeah, and you you can't, you really cannot rely on other people to hype you up all the time. Like, obviously, your friends will sometimes. When yeah. you need a good little hype-up session, they will do that for you. But you can't, you can't. Because... Almost everyone is selfish. Like, even if it's, like, in an unconscious way, like, they're always thinking about how something will affect them. Yeah. I mean, I can't confirm that. That is just something that I think. Well, I think it's the natural thing to do. Like, even when you try. Like, that's why you got to throw in an I don't know, man, when you give advice. Because you can only... You can try as much as you want, but you are really still only ever seeing it from your point of view. Yeah. Like, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And one of my, obviously, I talked about this in our, like, hopes for the holidays thing, is I always immediately put myself in a position of inferiority. Yeah, you do. And it's like, why? Because that... And it's not, I don't know, I don't know why, but it's like, you need to ask for what you want, and you need to get your point across clearly. You can't, like, put, like, 
Oh my god, I was just gonna say you can't put like mud in water. <laughs> you can't. You can't put mud in water because then you won't be clear. And I'm always putting mud in my water, and I'm never clear. But so like you, I. You have to ask for what you want because people can't read your mind, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. even if they do think like, oh, I, I'm. I probably could pay her more, but I'm not. She, he's not going to until you ask. Right. Yes. Okay, you took it in a work direction, which I yeah. love because truly that is something I struggle with. And one of the meltdowns I had this week was because of work. And I had to literally look at myself in the mirror and like pull myself out of it. And I was like, okay, relax. We know lots of hormones going on this week, but like relax. I literally looked at myself in the mirror and I said, Brie, you literally carry this company on your back. You go above and beyond. You are smart. You deserve to be here just as... I was literally looking for new jobs. Like, I was going to resign because I was so frustrated with a mistake that I made. And it's like, in the grand scheme of things, everyone is making mistakes all the time. No one can do everything correctly all the time. But I really pride myself in being really good at my job. So, like, when I do get... Like, oh, uh, you fucked up. Truly, my boss was not even mean about it. It was very constructive. Like, hey, I just, I'm not really sure you understood this assignment. And I was, like, ready to jump off the top of the Sears Tower. I was like, I am dumb garbage. And it's like, no, you're not dumb garbage. Like, I had to just, you know, calm down a second, step back from the ledge, literally, and just tell myself, like, no. Like, it is okay. I feel like also something this society has done, the way that just, like, life, has evolved over the years it's like people don't give you space to speak about yourself highly mm-hmm. you feel like the minute you say that you are great or you have value someone somewhere is going to be like wow humble much bragging and it's like i actually don't give a fuck because me talking about how great I am does not make you any less great. Yeah. And once people realize that, I think everyone will be in a better mood. So everyone needs to tell everyone to listen to this episode. <laughs> but, um, Yeah, but truly. Because it's like, me standing in the mirror and saying that I'm good at my job and I am, you know, the manager of our front office team. And so I very much truly do carry the company in a way that nobody else does. Obviously everyone is playing their part, but like, I'm a central piece to what's going on here. So, obviously, I have some value. Because, like, if I didn't, everything everywhere would suck. And it right. doesn't. And I'm, I should not feel wary saying that. Yeah. I am a right. valuable player at my company. Yeah. And I encourage people to start doing that more often. I do, too. And Eleanor Roosevelt once said... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to quote this verbatim. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. <laughs> I, I can't was, read my own handwriting. <laughs> I was going to hop in because I, I figured that was the quote you were going Someone for. Someone told me that in high school. So I think I just need help. But I I'm think, getting better. Yeah, you are getting much better. You are. But I just, yeah, I think it's just like not caring so much about what someone else will think of what you think of yourself yeah wow write that down folks like that's that's that that's it that's the key that is the key because truly once I stopped caring so much about like this season of life has been so much more successful for me when I stopped being shy about like well what will she think if I say this right it's like, no, it's like, what do I think? Right. What what do I feel and what do I want out of this moment? And, like, life has truly gotten better for me because it's like, well, I've spoken up in different arenas and, like, but I have started and failed on, like, vlogging slash YouTubing journeys several times in life. Like, I've known that this is an avenue that I've wanted to, like, make a job since high school. And I always would start them, they would start getting traction, and then I would stop because I would be worried about, well, 
I'm doing this for me because I know, I know that I'm good at it. I know that I'm a good talker. I'm a good writer. I am funny. I have valuable life stories to share. And I feel like I have a good world view. Like I have always been wanting to do this. And then I'm like, start getting followers. Or I remember my first blog, Breezy Bloggings. And I would like share my outfits. And I would like talk about how much it costs and where I bought it from and all the things. And I hit 100 followers on WordPress, and I was so happy, and I was so excited, and I got one hate comment that said, you're a selfish bitch. And then I figured out that it was a fake account from a girl that I went to school with. And so I deleted the whole blog because I was like, oh, my God, what if more people from school see it? And, like, what if people are making fun of me and all the things? And it's like... I think back on that and it's like, why the fuck do I care? My yeah. outfits were cute. My blogs were good. And yeah. I was giving people helpful information of where to buy these cute outfits. And it was obviously doing well. I was like, getting followers. Yeah. And like, if I would have kept it, not, we could be. Grabbing Grammys. Name that movie. <laughs> oh, Cheetah Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Came to me quickly. Like, you know, it's just like, I have sold myself short over what somebody else thought and we're not even friends anymore which obviously yeah. if she was going to make a fake account and comment yourself you know and it's like and now look i have stopped my own blessing like we could be in a totally different space just you know and it's like over what and i still think that i'm cool i still think that i'm funny i still think that all of my stories are valuable and obviously lots of people do too because nax is doing great mm-hmm yeah, you're right. That yeah, it is crazy the things that go through our minds when we do things or if if we don't do things. Um it's like that sound that's viral on Instagram right now. Like nobody's coming. Nobody is gonna come and tell you yeah. you shouldn't stay up so late watching TV or sleep in and skip the gym. Like you have to do it. I also You gotta that. hype yourself up even to go to the fucking gym, God. Yeah, like you just have no to, one's gonna do that for you. Absolutely no. nobody. <laughs> no, because if you ask me, and I'm like on my own journey to like move my body more often, um, if you ask me right now, should I go to the gym? I'm like, no. Why would you do that? Not like sleep. See, and it's like um, every day you have a choice. This is also like some quote that I read somewhere. You have a choice. You can wake up and repeat your behavior and stay exactly the same, or you can boss yourself up. You can wake up and say, all right, Brianna, Maddie, you are doing this today. Yeah. You are doing something different. You are elevating today. I worked out every day this week except Wednesday. Yeah. I'm really happy for you. Thank you. Um, yeah. And I'm like a completely like lighter level, but same, same, but different. Even like in the bedroom. Oh, I don't think that's lighter or, like, less than. I think that that's literally important. Yeah, because I'm, like, you I have taken ownership of yourself, your body, your sex life, and you are thriving right I now. am thriving, but there are some times when I'm, like, so, like, I'm, I, like, oh, this guy is better than me, so I'm just gonna, like, <laughs> never. Yeah. No. Sorry, Maddie. Incorrect dancer. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. (laughs) But I watched a TikTok. um, Somehow I liked something. I don't read people's hashtags ever. But I'm figuring out I must have liked a video because, you know, I do fall for thirst traps. If a man with tattoos and things is taking your shirt off, I'm giving it a double tap. And I really don't care who sees it. But I must have liked something that said hashtag kink talk. Because now I get lots of videos for kink talk. And people just talk about their different kinks. But I find that kind of stuff interesting. So it doesn't, it did freak me out a little bit at first. Like some of the shit that people say, I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum, but. That's another thing I'm trying to do this year. Or I'm trying not to do. I was like, <laughs> to yuck other people's yums. Because that's like the same thing. It's like, okay, you might not like this, but I do. And I don't care if you don't like it. I don't but care if you woman, don't think I'm cool. I do. <laughs> but literally. This woman is like, uh, I don't really under, I mean, I guess it's a kink for some people to like, like a woman who's very 
like not like a dominant in the sense of she's wearing like those latex outfits and like actually being like sexually <laughs> dominant but just like a dominant personality because she was like I have found that my life has taken a turn she calls herself a goddess she's like I have just really stepped into it. and she was like this sounds cliche but I read 50 shades of gray and when she's talking about just like when they're getting sexual she goes into this place in her mind where she is a goddess and she is very open and honest about what she likes what she doesn't like yeah and she's bad at that like she's like i like in the book she's like i'm not ashamed that i enjoy being submissive to this man and like he does all this crazy stuff to me and i enjoy it and i'm gonna live in that i'm gonna own it i'm gonna enjoy it and it makes it better and she's like i you know not that same kink but I have just been really open of like, yeah, I'm not going to be made to feel bad. I'm going to a dick appointment right now. And I'm excited to go. I want to go. I'm excited for the pleasure I'm going to get out of that. I'm also excited to get dressed and come back to my own bed and sleep by myself. And that is fine. And people find that attractive. And she said that she didn't have an orgasm until she was 30 years old. Game changer. Because she was like, I was always leaving the bar like, Lying to my friends, like, oh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm so tired. I have to go. And, like, being se- sneaky about, like, oh, I'm going to, like, hook up with this guy. And she was like, I never wanted people to know. And now I'm like, Bye. I have to leave. I'm going to have sex now. Yeah. Because, like, why shouldn't I? And I was like, damn, that kind of made me feel away. Yeah. <laughs> but she said that, like, the men in her life, like, react to her completely differently than if you show up to you know a guy's house and you're like meek you're like and you're like pretending like you don't know why you're there and like you're sitting and watching tv for no reason and like waiting for him to start it she's like no i know why i'm here you know why i'm here i'm coming in i'm taking my coat off and then we're taking clothes off i don't we can talk about your day afterwards or i came here to fuck yeah and, I, and she's like, and there's something very powerful in showing up and saying that and then, like, watching a man react because they're used to having that. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, men do it all the time. Men aren't walking into work and saying, oh, I hope my boss likes me. <laughs> they're, like, fully underqualified. And they're like, me, man, big paycheck. Fuck you. And everyone's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. So right. <laughs> I I'm about to start walking in everywhere. Like, I have a good I day. texted a guy once when I was on my way to his apartment. I said, if you don't kiss me upon arrival like you mean it, I'm leaving. And he did. You <laughs> don't get what you don't ask for. That's true, Brie. I just literally wowed myself. This, there's a lot of good quotes in here. There's some gems. I hope that you have your pen and paper out, ladies. Your quill and ink. <laughs> Get a little <laughs> scribble going on. No, seriously. You don't get what you don't ask for. Mm-hmm. And no one can hype you up like you can hype you up. Because you know what? Nobody knows you better than you. You mm-hmm. know what you bring to the table. Yeah. And lately, like, whenever I'm, like, nervous or feeling away about something, I'm like, it's fine. Like, I'm just, I just have to do this, and then I have to do this, and then it's done. Which is, like, not really hyping up, but it is for me. Because I'm like, I have to do this no matter what. So yeah. I, it's going to be fine. I'm really going to get through it. And it's going to be great. And then I can go back to living my life. Yeah, it's just, like, knowing, like, trusting yourself. Yeah. That's what it is. I feel like people are not. I don't think that everyone's just walking around like, oh, you're ugly. <laughs> Today, to themselves. Well, you know. You're not ugly, but I'm really not looking good today. It's cold out, so when we see each other tomorrow, I'm gonna bring it home for you. Okay. Um, I don't know how I'm gonna feel when I wake up, so I'm just gonna try my best. You always look beautiful. Okay, and so the other key to this episode <laughs> is if you can't hype yourself up, make sure you have a good best friend who will fill in. Mm-hmm. On the days that you need a little help. But you don't need it from TikTok or Instagram or your boyfriend or your ex-boyfriend because I fall for that one all the time. Oh, yeah, guys. Anybody else out there that struggles with that, let that shit go. Let that shit go. Because you know what? 
a person not wanting to date you does not mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means that they couldn't handle what you had to offer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, let it go. Let it go. And just like, you know what? You know you're a bad bitch. Yeah. Act like it. Yeah. Don't just talk about it. Be, Be about, about it. it. All right. Are you ready to do <laughs> And I was like, do you want to be about Bachelor now? Never. I really don't like Clayton, like, as a oh, human. I think it's so funny that he is just making out with all these girls. Oh, I texted you something while we were watching it. Okay, this is to sum up the whole entire season. Because I can tell it's going to only continue to go this way. Girl walks in. Clayton says, oh my god, I'm so happy to see you. Even though he probably doesn't know her name. <laughs> and then she's like, oh my god, Clayton, I think you're so hot. And then they make out. And then in his confessional, he's like, oh, I'm just having such a connection with insert literally anybody he just made out with. He says the same thing for every single girl. I'm just like really building a connection and really seeing a lot of things that I like. Like her titties touching your chin while you guys make out. He's like, oh, it's such a great connection. I'm really liking what I'm seeing because I'm, I'm, I'm just like connecting. So it's like you don't have any other adjectives because you don't know a single thing about a single person because all you're doing is making out. Like that one on one day, what did he learn about her? What her mouth tastes like? Yeah. Well, he also learned that her dad died. Oh, sick. He was sick. Um, yeah. Also, okay. They need to decide. Well, Clayton needs to tell them that it's Clayton or it's Clayton, Clayton. or it's Clayton. It's definitely yeah. not Clayton. It's definitely sure. not. I've been saying it kind of like Clayton. Clayton. Like Mitten. Yeah. Not but Clayton. But not I do Clayton. know what you mean. They're all saying They're something different. Like, I can't wait to it. have time with Clayton. It's like, don't. Clayton. <laughs> don't. Oh, my God. Um, why are they all crazy, though? They're all they are seriously all crazy. Like, the episode, because you said Cassidy, and my brain was Shanae. Like, it went from cuckoo to fucking kachoo. Literally. It was crazy. It time. started off crazy, and somehow spiraled into crazy. You're, yeah. I and don't like, think that Cassidy technically did anything wrong. Was it annoying as fuck? Sure. Any of those girls could have done that, too. Yeah. It he was didn't just, say no. He wasn't like, no, we gotta stay. I want to see how you interact with these kids that you don't know. Yeah, which... Who's I would be horrible on that day. Which, totally, totally. Like, I'm not even mad at Cassidy for wanting to make out with Clayton and drink the she whole time. She dropped the cake. That was bad. But, like, it's just, like, her attitude. Like, attitude determines attitude is something Yeah, like, her being her own said. hype woman is hurting other people. And that's when you go wrong. Full circle moment. There. Full circle. This is why we get paid the big bucks. Mm -hmm. I'm manifesting. <laughs> but, you know, like, her attitude is what made it sour. Like, of course, she's not wrong for being like, this is lame. I want to have a drink. I want to talk to Clayton. I want to make out. But, like, shitting on all the other girls in the process. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. Also, I think that Shanae needs heavy medication. Yeah. And a therapist. Yeah. Immediately. Like, that conversation between her and Elizabeth was painful. Yeah, it was so weird. Like, what was her... What like, what was her issue? Like, what was oh, the original was, spark that made her mad She was mad, mad Elizabeth? that Elizabeth sat next to Clayton at the thing. <laughs> that was it. It's like how to be insecure one on one. Yeah, and then like, she just like started pulling shit out. Then of her she ass. just decided she hated her and was like, "Also, I don't know that lady's name literally at all, but that black girl at the end who went and talked shit about oh, Cassidy yeah. to and then, Clayton <laughs> and then immediately walked back in the room and said." Hey, Cassidy, can I talk to you? And then told her that she talked shit. She's keeping it real. Name. She's keeping it real. But she's a class favorite over here. We stand. That was some... That's way cooler. You look way cooler, mm -hmm. like, TV-wise, as a viewer. You look way cooler doing that than doing the Shanae. 
going, talking shit to Clayton, and then be like, I didn't say that. Yeah. Also, Clayton loves an upper thigh grab. Oh, yeah. He's a whore. He's a whore. It's making for he a good season. Whore. And I said, Clayton's season's going to be good because he's got a whorish tendencies. And I was right. I was right. Also, do you get any of the Bachelor tea no. on TikTok? Like, is that ever on your For You page? No. It is on mine. And oh my God, promiscuous as fuck. Clayton has been around town, around the neighborhood. Around the state. His dick has been on tour. Oh my he God. has hooked up with, there have been so many girls. And like, with proof. Not just like, oh, that guy's The Bachelor. I actually fucked him before. Like, proof. Like, these girls are showing screenshots of them talking to Clayton. I mean, he was on Bumble probably all day, every day, just like, fucking throwing peen. It's insane how many TikToks I have watched. His mom had so many crosses inside her house. So many girls are like, oh, here are my DMs with Clayton, or here are my text messages. And then I watched one today. This guy is like, I'm just sitting here eating my chipotle. And an ad comes up for The Bachelor, and I was like, okay, whatever, because I don't watch The Bachelor. But then I was like, oh, that guy looks real familiar. And then I remembered I caught him bareback on my couch with my then-girlfriend. Uh-huh. Oh my god, that's bad. Imagine. And also, this man, I mean, he's clearly like a country cowboy type. Just like, you know, just like a small white man, a little scruffy. Imagine walking into your house and you see the behemoth of a man that Clayton is. White. Fucking your girlfriend. And he's so pasty white. I just don't feel like that was good for him that day. You know, he probably no. walked in and was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Also, Clayton is, like, the more and more that comes out about him, the promos of him talking about how he fucked all of the women, I'm not shocked. It's, I can't wait for The that. first time they played that commercial, I was like, it's so funny. When he was like, I was intimate with both of you, and everyone runs off crying, I was like, how would you tell them that? Because he's oh, honest. <laughs> but then, but then, now it's like, well, you fucked the whole goddamn no. state of Missouri. So we'll see how it all shakes out. And you know what? I want to give an extra shout out <laughs> to Martin Luther King Jr. For all of the things that he's done before and also for giving us a week off of The Bachelor. <laughs> He's, he keeps, he's such a giver. Um, so you don't need to watch. You don't need to follow. Well, you can still follow us on Twitter. We won't be live tweeting um, The Bachelor. But you can follow us at snacks underscore in the city. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore snacks in the city. You can follow us on Instagram. And I did Instagram. Oh. Our personal oh. platform. Our personal handles on all platforms are at Maddie Grissetto and at Brianna underscore Irene. And with that, snacks out.